1: and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill.
2: Why are we laughing?
1: I'm <laughs> laughing because I was laughing about Jenna's dancing while the music was playing.
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm Linda. <laughs> that was
3: awesome. <laughs> I'm Charles.
2: I'm uh, I'm Jenna. Yep.
3: You know,
4: it's not fair that you and Linda get to watch us dance, but I know. we can't see each other.
1: I know that's I, I should we should put in a, a demand to StreamYard to say Hey, everybody wants to see everybody. Let's, <laughs> you know. They'll I mean, say like when you guys
2: spend you guys, the money, make them all administrators. Yeah. I mean, in <laughs>
1: every green room, they have like a TV so that the people coming on to the show can see what's going on while the show is going on. You guys should be able to see what's happening while the credits are running. Agreed. Hmm.
2: If
5: only right. not the
1: viewers though. No. I, you I, guys
5: I don't get
4: to see that. This is us. This is for us. Right,
5: I'm flattered that Bill wants to bless the rest of you with my antics.
4: <laughs> I mean, I want to see
1: your antics too. Well, in all fairness, usually Linda and I are dancing together during that thing, but we're the only ones that can see each other, so you know, we're always, we're always trying to outdo each other, usually. <laughs>
3: kind
1: of missing out this whole time yeah see charles you're not dancing <laughs> i didn't
3: know we were dancing
4: i was briefly administrator and i got to see it too and it was so nice
1: yeah <laughs> see charles now that you know i'm going to expect some over-the-top dancing on our next show yeah. all right well, I can also do it exit yeah right exit dance as well well, uh, I hope everybody out there watching uh, has their air pumps handy and is uh, rapidly inflating their rafts for the raft of discussion we're going to have today on just all sorts of topics. Hey, Bill, what was that motion again for filling up? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> so uh, we've got uh, kind of a uh, potpourri of things to chat oh, about today, hi. right? Um and uh, i don't know where we should start where do we want to start let's say last of us yeah let's start with the last of us and then we can kind of fill in the cracks and crevices with with other discussion as we move along
4: do we have to phrase it like
5: that (laughs) are we we not phrasing people (laughs) right
1: right okay so has everyone on the show today uh seen the last episode of the last of us
4: I have yes. not, but I know how it ends. Oh, the game. all right. All right,
1: Charles? Oh, yeah, yeah, at least on the TV. Okay, I never played the game. Okay, right. And I've
4: known what was coming since episode one, so I haven't.
5: Yeah, but like I told you, Seth, so they included a scene that wasn't in the game, so.
4: I've, I've heard, but, uh, like, I, you're not going to spoil stuff for me. Like, right. the whole series was spoiled already, so.
1: All right. Well, we should probably let the audience know <laughs> if you haven't seen The Last of Us already. Uh, go out there and watch it, and uh, and come back. Um, and those are spoiler warning. There it is. <laughs>
5: spoiler alert. Red alert.
1: <clears throat> okay. So,
4: uh,
1: Jenna, um, I'm going to pick on you. Why don't you uh, kind of wow. give us uh, an overview of what happened and how the how the uh, show ended up.
5: I love how you do that when I haven't seen it in two weeks. So,
1: <laughs> Well, but in all fairness, neither have Linda and I, and you are you have a younger brain than we do, so it's probably fresher in yours than ours. Oh, boy. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh.
4: she has a Jenna brain in her, so. <laughs>
5: that was Girl. a week, Bill. Right. <laughs> all right. So just before, you know, our audience throws the freaking phone, whatever they're listening to us on. So we open up with a woman who is, fleeing, obviously, the infected, and we get to a house. There's a big battle. She gets with the infected that have followed her to this house in the middle of nowhere. Obviously, she's pregnant, and um, she ends up having this kid after her mother was bit, like, within minutes. Like, I felt so sorry for this woman having to literally, like, push off a infected and, in the doing so, just literally pushes her child out. You don't see it in graphic detail, but uh, as someone who has recently had a child in the last year, <laughs> <a> it's <little> rough.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> could, have, you <laughs> could have sympathized with that whole scene I'm taking. And, yeah. yeah.
5: And she cuts the umbilical cord immediately, hoping that her child's not been bit. And you get this beautiful kind of montage of her just in awe that of this child that she's just had. And you know that there's a sadness that she knows she's not going to see it beyond that. And then Marlene, who we met, in the earlier season, who is the leader of the Fireflies? Turns out is her best friend fulfills this promise of taking care of this child and shoots her best friend, which to me kind of made Marlene out to be an asshole because she promised her best friend that she would take care of this baby, but then puts it in the adoption with Fedra. That's you know right. So now we, have this, well, we get this that because her mom had been bit just before she cut the umbilical cord for um for ellie that's how she's got her immunity and then later because uh, her and joel end up in the city they end up in salt lake city where the hospital is they get jumped by a bunch of other uh, firefly people but you know marlene when they wake up she tells them you know joel hey we got you sorry we didn't realize it was you thanks for getting her here um She's prepared in, for you know, getting the cordyceps out because apparently the cordyceps are already in her brain. And they tell other cordyceps that enter her that she's already infected so that she doesn't actually turn. So, hey, good news. We think we can come up with a cure. Bad news is we're going to have to kill Ellie. We haven't told her. She's just going to go to sleep, okay? We'll give you your payment. Joel, move on. Joel's like, what? not how this is going to go. He goes, Terminator, um, like first Terminator going through the police station Terminator, mm-hmm. um, wrecks everybody. She ends up into the her OR, shoots the doctor, takes Ellie cause she's under out. And as you know, she wakes up in the back of the vehicle and he's like, don't worry Ellie. Um, so apparently you're not that, you know, unique. They've already tried this. There's no cure from you already having these cordyceps. Oh, and by the way, there was a bunch of Raiders that attacked and I really got you out alive and she's like, you promised me that's how it how it happened And he's like, yeah and she's like, okay, <laughs> obviously I'm not not really sure she does
1: right. and that's how this I, I kind of got the impression that she's like she didn't believe him yeah. at all and uh, she just wanted to see if he would continue lying to her about it, which he did. What's like, that? she doesn't want to
2: say that he
5: took away her only purpose.
2: Right. That, she would
5: actually, that that all of this, all of the pain and the death that they've seen and gone through, would be worth something.
2: Right. Yeah.
4: Well, this is where Joel's own personal trauma comes out, though. It's like, he can't sit and watch that happen again. So,
1: what's. The... <laughs> <clears throat> so, so here. The...
4: I kind of appreciate that this sort of like ending to this part of the story just because it's very true to people and not uh,
3: mm-hmm.
4: like, just like, oh, and then they saved the world and everyone was happy. <laughs> and normal. Well, yeah. but both,
3: both forms of heroism are murky now. Uh, yeah, I like that. Well, but, know, she she kind of wanted to, she was, I think, probably okay with being off if you would ask her. Yeah, and being um, sacrificed. Yes, and which you know is murky, and then him damning the rest of us.
1: Well, so that's yeah, so that brings up a question then in this case. So I think you know, Joel obviously is acting out of a sense of love, he doesn't want her killed, and he certainly, as I think any of us would, wouldn't want anybody. Killed without their knowledge and consent for this. Service. Well, but I don't it,
5: think you should underestimate purpose. She gave him
1: purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Right.
4: Well, but, that, not only purpose, purpose, but consider everything that Joel lost. Like yeah. From the beginning right. of the show to the point where he gets Ellie there. Like yeah. we see him lose his daughter, uh, his uh, a couple of his friends in episode 3 right. uh whatever uh oh god i'm so bad with names uh the woman who is at them at, with them at the beginning who made his girlfriend yeah. yeah like he's lost a lot and you can kind of a, you can easily imagine someone who's just like can't do it again
1: so so here's the question then based on this episode that i have for for you guys, is do the needs of the many (laughs) outweigh the needs of the few, or in this case, the one, Ellie, do the needs of the humanity in general outweigh her needs or her right to survive?
4: I mean, logically, yes.
1: There's
2: there's the caveat, though, of there's no proof if she gives her life, this is even going to work. Well, I, and that's what he said.
5: He said, there's no proof that they're going to get this right or that they're even correct. They're just going to outright kill her, lose the source, and then it won't work, and then
3: what? So we might develop immunity anyway, you know, who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, no, although I, mean, I, 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 I would say um, Captain Kirk would have saved her.
4: <laughs> Captain Kirk would have saved her. Uh, yeah. Spock would not have. Right. <laughs> Which is what I was saying, basically, <laughs> yeah. that's where the one of the places where the line Bill's quoting is from. Yeah. Right, too. Right. Right.
5: And then here's the real dark shit that you have to go to. One, because like Aaron brought up, is that doctor doing it? Is, is he even fully qualified? Because I guess there's mm-hmm. a whole medical Reddit and they got into this huge debate, like, what were his qualifications? They just happen to have a pediatric neurosurgeon who can do all this, or is it someone who's just doing guesswork? Right. Um, <laughs> and then two, the best of what's left. Yeah, okay. the best, best of what's left, because how are they even training doctors right now right. To, do, to do anything like they did before? <clears throat> so now that Marlene was able to put two and two together, how Ellie got her immunity, was Marlene... If they lose Ellie and it doesn't work, just gonna let that go, or was she gonna start taking pregnant women at the cusp of having babies and start biting, like getting them bit, so they have multiple sources of this immunity?
1: You know, that is a good idea. Like, wait, what? Well, I mean, you know, if you wanted to raise a group of naturally immune children,
4: all like I don't think it would be too far (laughs) outside the realm of possibility to like ask for volunteers for that because like that's a like hey you're going to die it's going to be a painless death but your kids going to be uh this immune. is your best chance to have your kid be immune
1: right
2: yeah true but
5: then who are you trusting them with are they going to re- be raised as humans or are they going to be raised as guinea pigs like is there going to be any humanity in the how they are raised
1: well like and here's the other question because does Marlene even know that um, Ellie was infected uh, in utero? Because a mother told her that she gave birth to her before she was bit.
5: I think Marlene put two and two together afterward where it's like the cordyceps are already in here. She's like, nah, she probably lied to me. Yeah.
1: Because I wonder how long it took because we see Ellie's arms been, you know, um, uh, sort of distorted from the cordyceps infection.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder how long it would have taken that to show up in the baby. Because if, well, if Marlene's caring for the baby, she would have seen that infection starting to show up on the arm.
4: Uh, no, no, that's, well, where, that's where uh,
1: Ellie was bit. Oh. I knew that she was immune. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Thanks, Seth. Yep. Yeah,
3: they would have shown up on the belly button, maybe little rash.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So she didn't, she didn't have any outward signs. She was bit in that mall with her best friend. Yeah. And that's when her arm got infected, but the f- infection didn't spread because she was already had that immunity in her brain. Yeah. Right. right. Sorry, I I got confused there for a minute. So yeah. Nope, you're good. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So well,
3: yeah. I, I, I actually thought I remember thinking it'd be pretty unnerving trying to keep the, uh, uh, the next few hours keeping the
1: baby alive Oh it's
3: yeah turn. Right
1: Yeah, because you'd almost <laughs> think you'd almost think at that point you don't know how, how far away your friends are if they're coming to help and save the child and you could turn at any minute so how long sure. before you take your own life and then you know, you're in the middle of this, you know, uh deserted mm-hmm. house in the what looks to be like winter, right? Or at least certainly very cold area, uh wintery. And how's that child gonna survive very long without the warmth of its mother? So
5: And that's what rips me because she's there for hours. Yeah, the baby is hungry. She can't right. feed the baby. She doesn't right. know if her friends are gonna be able to find even food for the baby in their journey to Boston. Like it's a miracle the baby made it to Boston because what the hell were they feeding him right um, yeah there is so many things of that, that element in that scene that left me wrecked right the next morning I was just like because right. you get it like I mean how do you trust your friend to take care of it and like honestly that's where I was, again I said Marlene really was an asshole but then yeah. again she's <laughs> probably putting the needs of the rebel ahead of the few and she just takes her kid and gives it to Fedra when they all hated Fedra
1: Right, which is weird.
5: Would have wanted that baby to go to Fedra? No.
1: No, you think you would have, the the rebel the Fireflies would have their own, you know, settlement or something where they would be able to raise their own kids.
5: I mean, resources are limited.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
4: Hmm. Uh, yeah, this is a show that doesn't really have like good, good, good people. Like everyone's just people. Like no one's so one note that. Uh, like even the good guys are just a little bit not as good as you'd. They're not as good as you want them to be for to be called good guys.
5: <laughs> yeah. But that's survival. Like we're 20 yeah. years, and that's what's about this film. We're 20 years into a post-zombie apocalypse. Even though they're infected, they're non-zombie, I get it. Don't don't hate me too much. Hard, hard-nosed people on this. But, like, <laughs> the post-apocalyptic, like, even Joel admitted that he killed innocent people to survive at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So these are just all people who are willing to do anything to make it, and then the children who have grown up in the culture of, you do whatever the hell it takes to survive.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, now, what do you think about uh, the... Um... End sequence for the preacher teacher or the teacher from the
5: teacher. last episode, episode
1: yeah. eight. Yeah,
4: yeah, Not so that the cult leader who was really interested in Ellie, right? Yeah, it
2: so right.
1: right. Yeah, she really, uh, she really did a good job of uh, turning the tables on him and taking him out,
2: <laughs> hacking him to bits.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll share with the class. Like,
4: yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah.
2: So today
4: I haven't seen it. I just actually watched episode three. Okay. Uh, three and four maybe. Uh, yeah. cause I was like, okay, I think I can handle this now. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. And I don't want them to die tragically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so in the, that episode, um,
3: um there's a little bit of Pedro a fire
1: Pasquale, Pedro Pascal's character what's his name Joel Joel, Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joel so Joel has been uh, stabbed with a dagger or something in the previous episode so when this episode opens he and Ellie have gotten to this um uh, abandoned uh neighborhood uh, found a house and she's got him laid out kind of in the basement of the house and She's trying to tend to his wound, but it's obviously getting infected. Um, He's, you know, getting worse off by the minute. And uh, he tells her to go on, leave him, get out and. uh, Go find his brother. To go find his brother. But then she has a flashback to her and her friend in the mall and what happened there. And she's like, no, she's not going to leave him. So instead she grabs a shotgun to go out to try to hunt some game so that they can have something to eat because she figures well you know he's going to need some food if he's going to fight this infection and uh so while she's out hunting uh she does manage to shoot a, a deer and uh but the deer you know gets shot and kind of runs off so she has to trace it track it so she's following the blood and finally comes up to it but um not before a, a couple of other hunters have come across the the dead deer laying there and their plan is to steal it before the hunter who shot it gets there uh so bold
4: plan given that the hunter who shot it also already has a gun that's aimed in their general direction
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right so of course uh yeah right about that time ellie shows up uh with her gun and says you know drop it leave it kind of a thing and And uh, the the guy that's leading the lead guy of that party there, he's actually the head of their particular group of um, survivors. And uh, he used to be a teacher. uh, But after the apocalypse and he survived when all around him died, uh, he found God. And uh, God obviously had a purpose for him since he let him survive while everyone else died. And so he creates this sort of uh, evangelical community and with him, of course, is the pinnacle of power and his word goes. And um, he's pretty much an asshole. But anyway, (laughs) uh, he tells Ellie, you know what, just give us half the deer. We'll trade you for it. We have, you know, lots of things. We have medicine. And she goes, medicine? Because she needs medicine for Joel. So she says, do you have antibiotics? Yeah. So he said, all right, so he sends the other guy to go get antibiotics, and um, then he he and Ellie drag the the deer to a nearby, you know, kind of an open building. It's kind of like a barn that's kind of falling apart, so a couple of the walls are missing. Anyway, they're sitting in there, and um, the other guy goes and gets the medicine, but then he comes back, kind of sneaks up, and gets the drop on Ellie, and um, they're kind of holding guns at each other, and the preacher guy he's got this thing for Ellie. So he tells the, his Oof. partner to drop the, to drop the gun and they'll work out something with Ellie. Well, so he drops the, well, gun. Wait, twist,
5: twist the guy who stabbed Joel and Joel killed, uh, was happened to be a member of their community. Right. And then from the other people who was a part of the raiding group that like attacked Joel and Ellie, cause they made it back that this dude, this crazy guy and this girl killed their member of the community.
1: So a lot of the people there
5: want revenge.
1: Right. They want him dead. So anyway, so they give Ellie the medicine. She lets them have the whole deer and she goes running back to Joel and starts shooting him up with antibiotics. And, you know, (laughs) that was uh, that was an interesting scene to me because she gets back with the penicillin and she's got the needle. Right. (laughs) Yeah. She's drawn and she doesn't know where to stick it in. And, you know, before I reveal what happened there? I mean, how many of us would know? Do you do you give it in the arm? Do you heart stick it in <laughs> where the wound is? Do you stick it in the heart? You put it in the
5: vein, is something you put in muscle?
1: Right, uh, yeah. right. And so um I Google it. She, she ended up, yeah. <laughs> Google doesn't work then, but so she I'm ended joking. up sticking it in his abdomen where the wound was and it's it like right into
2: the wound.
1: Ugh. So uh, and it turns out that that worked and so I actually looked up online to see and it said uh, for penicillin you actually give the shot into a major muscle group and they said uh, ideally into the buttocks but there's a huge muscle group in the abdomen as well and so that's why that worked she shot it in there and that's where his wound was so so that worked and I imagine it would have been kind of weird for the movie for the show if she turned him around pulled a on. <laughs> Stuck him in the ass with a needle, but <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was much more, uh, much more Thanks. of the visceral Ew, factor when she sticks the needle into his already stab wound. That was that was much more grimacing, whereas the other would have been kind of like uncomfortably weird.
4: So, so quick aside,
1: yeah, uh, when you
4: said Joel gets stabbed with a knife, <laughs> I was just like as a student of genre fiction i was waiting for you to f- actually finish that sentence with a knife that was poisoned with the blood of a dragon or something
5: because <laughs> things <That laughs> always work it wasn't a proper knife it was a like a shoe. awful it was a like a piece a chunk of wood that had a base like this it was only about this like this long It went to a point like it was something like they shoved it in twist. It was ragged.
4: Yeah, my point, though, is that we're not like just like uh, in our like uh, in our movies and shows that we watch, just getting stabbed usually isn't enough to slow a hero down. Right. We kind of forget that being stabbed is a bad thing. Yeah. uh, The shows and the movies are always like, oh, no, it was poisoned with wraith blood. You need a special sword that you can only find by gathering these leaves that are
3: 50 (laughs) miles away.
4: Yeah. If you don't do it in the next seven days, he will pass into the race world.
1: Right. Well, and I think what's different here, too, is that in like a lot of those movies you're referencing, Seth, oftentimes they're stabbed with these clean blades, you know. Yeah. And, um, And this was obviously just, you know, a piece of filthy detritus that they found somewhere that they're using as a weapon. Well, I mean probably he hasn't had it. a
3: tetanus shot in 20 years either. <laughs> right.
1: Right. And obviously there's penicillin's pretty hard to come by. It's not like you can go to your corner corner pharmacy and get some or no. have a you know, doctor prescribe it for you. So, uh but anyway, um they she injects him with it and um through the course of several hours, you know, he starts getting better but uh, of course, the uh, the preacher teacher has got all of his uh, acolytes now with him in this big hunting group, and they're, they're going to track down Ellie and uh, this guy, and they figure out that they're in this development there, so they're kind of going house to house, and so Ellie decides she's going to lead them away, and they have uh, her, horse. And, her and Joel have a horse, so she hops on the horse, gets their attention, and, you know, she makes a bad mistake here in that you know, she sees them coming down this way, so she kind of she kind of goes past them and then starts running parallel this way around them. So all I have to do is all these guys run this way, and one guy kind of in the back, he runs over there and gets a line with, a, with his rifle and shoots the horse as she goes running by. And so she goes spilling off, and so they capture her. They don't know where Joel is exactly, and she kind of moves some stuff around in the house to block the entrance to the basement. So they they wouldn't find him right away. But they end up hauling her off and uh, continuing the search for Joel. Well, uh, the penicillin by this time has, has had enough of a, an effect that he's coming around. And uh, just in time to hear somebody walking through the house on the first floor up above him. And uh, as the guy comes downstairs, Joel's hidden and uh, surprises the guy and, and kills him, chokes him out. And that's uh, where we see Joel finally uh, coming back. And he realizes Ellie's gone and there's a bunch of these assholes in the town looking for him. And so he pretty much takes them out one by one. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, I think he. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, he finds where they uh, they got the, the horse and because they took the horse back to the uh, the compound to use for this
5: community food. is starving. Like they're trying to find food and start to insinuate that they're getting meat in unsavory ways. And then you go into the barn where they're keeping the horse meat, and there's torsos of people in yep. there and, where some people have died and now they're being eaten. Or maybe yeah, they've pulled up
1: travelers. And we kind of got a bit of a foreshadowing of that in the very beginning of the episode because um you when you get introduced to this community. Um uh one of the uh the guys that died that Joel killed, um, they're having kind of a service for him. And the daughter wants to have him buried right away. <laughs> Specifically says, Can we bury him now? And of course, the preacher teacher who knows that they're actually using right. human one. bodies for food, he says, We'll have to wait till the spring. The ground's too frozen to bury him now. And um, so we're like, hmm, yeah. So, so that kind <laughs> of so Anyway, so on that. what's that? She's gonna want a receipt on that. Uh, that's <laughs> right, right.
2: Or have another bite of your dad. I mean, like, it's support. gonna get
4: around to spring, and she's gonna be like, so. And then
2: yeah. you say is, hey, we had to put
5: him in a box. You don't want to see him now, sweetie. He's decomposed. It's right. tragic. It's <laughs> yeah, have yeah, the, the way
2: Jenna supports this right away.
1: <laughs> that's, that's definitely, definitely always, always worth, work, doesn't, doesn't it, Jenna? Yeah, Jenna's gonna be on the kitchen staff in my post-apocalyptic world. <laughs>
5: That's because we all know I'm the better cook.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Probably. get a yeah.
5: we leave some, you know, boiled down bone soup. It'll be fine. Yeah. Bone soup.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so Joel's followed the the tracks of the drug horse back to where the compound is, and and uh, he does the Joel thing, kind of goes in, and starts uh, looking around for Ellie, but. At that same time, Ellie herself has uh, uh, managed to uh, piss off the preacher teacher uh, mm-hmm. to the point where the preacher teachers decided just to hack Kill. her up now for food rather than put up with her anymore. So they've drug her out of her cage. Ellie has an
4: effect on people.
1: Yeah. Nah. So they've got her on the on the uh, butcher's block, and they've got the hatchet there, and she's like, "No, no, you don't want to eat me. I'm infected. I'm infected." And the preacher's like, bullshit. And she goes, no, pull up my sleeve, look at my arm. And so he pulls it up and looks at her arm and, and he's he, he's pissed because of the whole stoppage thing. So he slams the, the hatchet down right next to her shoulder there as he's pulling her uh, sleeve up to look at the the cordyceps infection. Because
5: she's bit him.
1: Right, because she had bit him in the struggle. Oh. And, yeah. and she's like, now you're infected. And he's like, bullshit, you know, and he slams the axe down, he pulls her arm up, and then he sees the infection. And he's like, he's like, well, he doesn't, he goes, I think you're full of shit anyway. And, well, with that, her other arm, she reaches over, grabs the axe, and the guy standing on the other side of it, she just embeds it right into his neck.
5: Who is the voice actor of the original Joel in the game that they used in the scene. I didn't know that. For this episode, yeah.
1: Right, so that took him out. And uh, so then she manages to get off the table and get away from the preacher teacher, runs, uh, runs further into the building, which is kind of there's nobody in there now. It's kind of like uh, a community hall area, essentially. And uh, he goes looking for her and they have this kind of big battle. The place gets set on fire. And finally, uh, she manages to get the drop on him with the axe and uh, knocks him to the ground. And then she just starts going to town with that axe. Just for a like seemed like a minute or two minutes she's just <laughs> driving that axe repeatedly into his face and skull you don't really see that you're kind of like looking up at her from where the preacher's position would be on the floor but you just see her like this coming down with the axe repeatedly and the blood splattering up on her and um and then uh yeah so there she is uh doing her thing as the building burns so um she which uh, can i say Go bad ahead.
5: for this community, in a way, because that's where all of their fr- food was. was. They had yeah. no idea taking other people, and now they've burned it down where all these old people, women and children, and other uh, – because I think Joel has literally killed all the men at this point <laughs> who are, are looking for him. So there is nobody left but the old and the very young and the women who are taking care of them. Right. In winter. Yep. Well,
4: let this be a lesson to all of you uh, nascent uh, cult leaders, <laughs> right? Start with the video game protagonist,
1: right, mm-hmm. right, right. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much how that e- episode ends with uh, him and Ellie uh, reuniting, and then they they head back north to the community where uh, Joel's brother is, and that's uh, no, they had
5: Salt the Lake City, where the medical community is oh, that I'm they are going to be at. Right, right, right. yeah. Right. I think you also- so he offered her the chance. He's like, you know, we don't have to go through this. We can go back to Jackson. And she's like, no, we've made this far, this many sacrifices. We need
1: to see it done. Right. Right. And that's when the whole hospital disaster takes place. So, which is the end of the first game. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And the first season. Mm-hmm. So-
5: and they're already thinking about season two being um, multiple seasons. I mean, sorry. The second being multiple
1: seasons. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty damn good show. I'm, I'm liking it. So, I'm looking forward to season two. Hopefully, it won't be more than a year before we get season two to come out. 2025 is what it sounds like it's going to be. What? Yes. No. That's <laughs> 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 outrageous.
4: no what what do you think of the creature design bill
1: um i like it i think it i think it's pretty good um it's uh yeah it's kind of weird i I think it it kind of resembles the way cordyceps works in the uh in the ant world right where Mm -hmm. it kind of takes over their brain and then just kind of bursts out and um shoots spores um out so yeah, I think uh, I think they did a great job with the effects. I think uh that scene with all of the infected pouring out of that uh hole a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was that was truly incredible. And I watched there was kind of a behind the scenes thing on that where they showed how they filmed a lot of that and uh it was really impressive. So yeah, I watched
4: a bit of a behind-the-scenes thing on like the what they went through to actually make these infected, and it's yeah. really cool. Are the clickers
1: right? Yeah, and the sound. Yeah, the 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 there's a woman that I guess did the sound effects for the original for the game, and so uh-huh. they got her back to do the sound effects for the female clickers, and then they found a guy uh, that was able to do a really good job and. Uh, use his sounds for the mail clickers. So you know, it's pretty, uh, yeah.
4: pretty
1: interesting. They worked
4: really closely with the makers and writers of the game. And it, I think that is why this show is such a success. Whereas mm-hmm. other uh, movie or TV adaptations of video games fall flat. Yeah. This is Because everyone's always got their own kind of idea of how things should go, whereas your moviegoer wants to see that video game they played, but in real life.
3: Yeah. The other thing that there was, for me anyway, there was a believability in a fungal infection taking over. Mm Mm-hmm. It it felt like the science was, I don't know if it was good, but it's close. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, it's closer than a right. lot of other things. Like when they actually bother to come up with an explanation, it's, you know,
3: <laughs> it it's was a good story. explanation, I think.
4: Like I, I really like that a
3: sinus infection. You know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the scene at the beginning of the third episode. I think it was mm-hmm. the PRC where they went to find the the scientist lady. Yeah,
3: it was a great episode. I think.
4: That they, they, like at, when they explain the situation to her, she's just like, "I have spent my life studying this, so <laughs> you should listen to what I have to say." We're all fucked,
1: right? Yeah, um, nuke, it, nuke us now. Yeah, she's yeah, bomb bomb
3: the city. I'm yeah. going home. <laughs> and I so like it's
4: one of the like the show poses some interesting questions like sh- like is it right for them to sacrifice Ellie if they're gonna save the whole of the human race was it right for the would it have been right for like someone to just nuke a city off the map if it had saved the rest of the planet from this yeah. which is
5: what they started doing in Texas when yeah. when that's what we saw in the first episode that there came a point where they just started bombing and shooting everyone to try and contain it. Yeah, Uh, as Texans do. (laughs) The Texan, I can't. The
4: first idea they suggested. Vince in
5: Texas. (laughs) And, And there was a lot of criticism from some who said, well, there wasn't enough infected. There wasn't enough infected. But in a way, I felt like after 20 years, a lot of people are going to know how to get away from the infected or avoid the infected except for fuck ups like KC. So yes. yeah, you're running in this world, you're not going to run into a lot of infected unless you're
1: dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well,
4: if you're just outside anywhere it looks like that you've got like if you like infected can summon other infected, so like it's just
1: dangerous. I don't know if the, what's the, Yeah. But I wonder how long the so if the cordyceps infects a human being, um, how long can it keep that human being alive before it has to, you know, explode out its spores or it dies,
3: right? They answered that somewhere in there. It was it was a it was a big wide range. It was it was like days to twenty years or something. Yeah, and a person would stay alive.
4: It it depended on if they had a source of water, I think, and if it and and the climate.
5: And then you have to ask the question, okay, are there infected mountain lions running around because it runs out of people and it's out in the wilderness and a giant mountain lion jumps on it and eats it and gets infected? Are there infected horses, dogs, that type of thing? And I don't know if that was in the game. Or is it only in people, just like only ants are currently infected with the cordyceps?
4: I, I think it's only people because yeah. the scientist was like, th- these sorts of things have to evolve kind of specifically to infect a host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have to go through a whole other
3: evolution if it wanted to get it well, as the dog. What is know. the body temperature of other warm-blooded animals? Is it always ninety-eight point six? No, it's no. higher. No, no. It's higher.
1: Dogs is higher for sure.
2: <laughs>
4: well, so that would be <laughs> Bill's. Just like I'm so warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I actually saw a, a YouTube video on this, and that it's actually kind of impossible for this to happen. Because the two organisms kind of have to evolve together almost. So the ants this has happened to, the uh, the fungus, the cordyceps that infect them is actually really, really, really specifically evolved to uh, exist within them because the other ants can detect when something's wrong. So... Right. Uh, the cordyceps has had to adjust itself to be less and less observable by other ants so that it can actually maintain an infection mm-hmm. so yeah. it's very hyper evolved for a specific species of ant so that I said never say what
5: <laughs> never say never. I, i'm not gonna
4: yeah, never, but it, it would have it's uh, just not gonna pop up overnight Yeah. Basically.
3: Well, but they have taxes we have tax to pull on whatever that is from cats. Uh, taxid- uh taxid- plus. Yeah. I
5: mean it's <laughs> taxid- actually leads to reckless behavior in humans. Right. Like there was this one person did a whole study and a majority of motorcycle accidents that were people like they did a study and I guess a lot of <laughs> this. Hmm.
1: You broke up a little Jeff. Yeah, you broke up there at the end. They did a study in what?
5: Uh, a lot of people who've been in motorcycle accidents have taxoplasmosis because it seems to lead to reckless behavior in humans when you have it. Oh. Like it won't necessarily kill you, but it's right. crazy shit.
2: Right. <laughs> but if you do stupid shit, you're going to kill yourself.
5: Yeah, so it's, it's chicken and egg situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, to seth what what you were saying about the cordyceps having to evolve right it's more or less um um survival by you know the the cordyceps that is best able to um keep itself hidden from winning an ant from other ants right Mm -hmm. so the 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 strains that didn't do that good a job died out because the other ants found them and Mm -hmm. then the Cordyceps that does survive, it's not really getting in there and taking over the brain functions of the ant, right? But it's giving the ant chemicals to make it want to seek out right. light or you yeah. know uh, be more isolated from the rest. Yeah. That- no,
5: it's making them. It's making the ant want to go into the middle of the ant colony so it can explode and spread. But the ants can sense or or smell it and they will try to take that ant. And remove it from the colony in time before it, ex- it the spores explode. I don't think
4: it, it like I don't think the spores exploding like that are uh, like in the middle of the ant colony or what it's after because usually it's like directing an ant up into a or a, a nice some, part
1: of a tree. There are a bunch of
4: different species that do this, yeah, uh, of course. But uh, like from wh- one of them that I was reading of it just directs them up a blade of grass or something to the top where a bird can see it, then the bird eats the ant and, Owls, you and yeah. then the bird poops out the cordyceps and something. another ant comes along and gets infected and that's kind of a life cycle.
5: Because yeah. the one that I've seen before I ever saw the series, this was years ago that I watched this, it was some type of planet Earth thing they were talking about ants that that they're infected and they try and go into the colony.
1: Yeah, there are probably several different varieties out there that work in different ways.
2: Moral of the story is don't eat poop.
4: But uh, no matter what, like (laughs) ants are pheromone-based or have Mm. pheromone-based communications and the cordyceps throws those off and so the ants can then tell that something's wrong with Bob over there.
2: (laughs) Bob the ant. uh,
4: Well, Ants, yeah, ants don't really have a whole acceptance of uh, of weird members of their community, so they just get murdered. And that wouldn't
1: it be more likely to be Aunt Bobby? <laughs>
5: um, God, All right. as a fun question to everyone, what like in last was what do you do? Do you line? Do you just make it work in Fedra, or do you uh, align with the rebels? Go. All
4: right,
1: Seth
5: uh i
4: probably go with the rebels uh <laughs> i i well i'm way more likely to get myself killed by the fedra
2: right <laughs> like well,
4: i will say something i i will do something and they're just like Nah, you're gonna go work out in the infected zones today bye don't come back <laughs> so, like I, I have a feeling that i would fit in and my skill set might be a lot better with the rebels
3: <laughs> actually, I'm not sure I understood what the rebels were rebelling against. The, the Fedra. F- well,
5: yeah, I mean. yeah.
2: Because What's in that? certain locations, Fedra was bad. It yeah. wasn't good. Was yeah. good. Yeah.
4: Is there a <laughs> location where Fedra's actually good in the show? Because <laughs> they just. Do I don't the- think uh, it just seemed like my impression of Fedra was it was just the federal government that was trying to retain the last vestiges of its power.
3: Right. They were raising kids. Like, they seem to be doing it okay. In Boston.
5: In Boston, you weren't really sure. I mean, but it's like a, <laughs> a one to the line of the has and has nots. And if you join Fedra, you get more resources versus those humans who are left.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Linda, <laughs> or the rebels?
2: I'm with Seth, rebel, rebel it. I mean, there's right, also the
1: third option of being like.
3: I, I'm on the side of Darth
1: Vader on this one. I'm the rebel, no. Oh, the the federal. Okay, what I mean, I, I, that, from what
3: I saw in the movie, I didn't play the game, so yeah, I just I didn't, I, and I get that the military, you know, they killed his daughter, and but that's what happens in a disaster. Right? I mean. Right. That's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, but they well,
4: apologize. So they just kept on doing it.
3: Well, and people get mad. Well, I, so I, I was in Washington State as a kid, like when Mount St. Helens blew, right? Mm-hmm. And I read. well and I, I, I had a professor that showed us footage actually. It was an hour of footage, but it was a half an hour of people going, I'm going up on this mountain and the government has no right to tell me not to go up here. Right, and the next half an hour was people going. Um, where's the government after it blew? Right, <laughs> no one came to save us.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so
3: I don't know. I mean, I,
1: uh, everybody wants to be free until they're uh, in a. And, 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 well, so there,
3: there, there's there's sometimes there's anger at, at things. Now that, that, that that I mean, the government didn't go in and
1: kill everybody
3: that was on the mountain. <laughs> you know, which is a little yeah. different, I guess, but I, right. I I don't think it was demonstrated to me the, the the rationale for the hatred. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's been a disaster. Yeah.
1: All uh,
3: right. I didn't quite understand. I don't see how that helped. Actually, I'm I'm not really on the side of the rebels yet. Right.
5: Casey, right. I can understand because Fedra yeah. was openly horrific in terms of raping and. Well, there's probably
1: some stuff I missed yeah, yeah. Right. but
5: Boston, but it wasn't as clear
1: yeah Jenna Rebels or Fedra
5: it's going to depend on where I'm at man
1: yeah. Boston
5: I probably would have made it work because I like Charles said I didn't see enough to make it awful yeah uh, Seth said though there's a third option where you just try and go do your own thing somewhere in the middle of nowhere but then it's sure.
2: like where? Are you? yeah, yeah. And
1: then then you have to worry about, you know, roving gangs of marauders coming into your camp. And it's just you trying to defend off, uh, you know, a group. And if you've got the the skills like, uh, what's his name? The the couple, the guy couple that was uh, built their compound, right? If you've got that kind of skills, then maybe you might have a chance. But um, I think for me, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the same line as Jenna, I think. You know, there's there's an area, there's areas where there may be Fedra may be good and there's areas where it may be bad and the rebels may be better. But, you know, if we look at what happened where the rebels took over and killed all the Fedra guys in that one place, the woman who ran the rebels was like a a whack job herself. Right. Right. Uh, She had a a vendetta out and she wanted to kill everybody that was uh, a sympathizer. Uh, regardless uh, of what their circumstances might have been, uh, sympathizer with Fedra. So, um, you know, you got to be careful in those situations, and look, each one's going to be unique, and you're going to have to look and say, well, you know, um, whichever way we go, nothing's going to be perfect.
3: Well, wasn't it?
1: Oh, I'm gonna, uh, well, I'm gonna ruin something maybe because I'm, I'm
3: trying to think if I finished the book, but it's one of those like the Z, um, zombie apocalypse books. Uh, they lure, yeah. um, they lure civilians into cities. Oh, World War Z. Yeah, World War Z. So that oh, the zombies that will come after the civilians and then they blow them all up. Oh, so,
4: that yeah. that's another one of those. We made hard choices. Uh, the guy who, the guy who came up with that plan was just fully insane. From the yeah. World. He, the- yeah, he
3: was like a general in Africa or something that came up with the plan for saving, yeah, like civilization. Yeah, so, he must so have worked Wagner, for the
1: Wagner Group. <laughs> what? He must have worked for the
4: Wagner Group. Nah, he was actually a humanitarian. I I want to say he was a humanitarian scientist who, like, Do they you, were bro. coming you- to him, it, like, as a whole like, please help us contain this. And he was a like just like this. Genius or something, hmm. and he was like, "Here's what you got to do: you have to establish uh, You have to establish safe zones that are rigorously tested and protected guarded and whatnot. And you just have to, uh, you have to let the big cities go. Mm-hmm. Like you don't help them. You don't. You retreat. You find a safe space." Retreat! And yeah. you hole up until you can start taking territory back. And, of course, that meant the zombies went to eat all the people in the cities while the governments secured their strong locations. Right. And it worked out in World War Z.
2: Kind of.
3: No. So, There's, yeah, so anyway, there was the problem with joining um, the Empire there in the other
1: world, too. You, you don't know. <laughs> Linda, so, we got to finish work on the sub basement.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: World on War that day, is one of my favorites.
5: Uh, our audience, would you uh, join Fedra or would you join uh, the fireflies? The
1: fireflies, right?
5: Fireflies, here we go. I almost said lightning bug. Fireflies. <laughs> Same thing. Same they both thing.
1: start with F, so be careful. Fireflies or Fedra? Know your acronyms.
4: <laughs> All right. Then. Or are you going to be a hermit and live a simple life? Uh, with a very pleasant man. <laughs> yeah.
5: At some yeah. point, you're going to need medicine. And they oh, get medicine.
4: Okay. They have friends. Right. Yeah. They so if They never found no. them. Well, that would have been
5: bad.
4: That's probably on you for not uh, doing it. Up. Like, uh, Bill would have died on his own without Bruce uh, making him social. So Right.
5: Right.
2: So our potpourri has turned into a single episode of <laughs> Potpourri in the next one.
5: Let's just get yeah. going.
1: All right, folks. Well, uh, enjoy. Let us know in the comments section uh, what you think. Uh, Federal fireflies where you'd go. And we will catch you on the next episode. Going to be kind of a potpourri episode uh, talking about some uh, different developments in the world of technology. And we might even touch a little bit on what's going on with uh, Shadow and Bone uh, Season 2, which has just started recently. So, Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you all next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, hold on. I'm Dan's. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now... Please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.